listening to the Positive Professional Podcast with your host, me, Tracy Yvonne. This podcast is a weekly conversation about all things mental health, self-care, and wellness. And there'll be sprinkles of positivity, mindfulness, and guided meditations. Have you heard of Verbal? Verbal is an audio streaming destination for all types of audio creators like myself and anyone that loves listening to audio. Verbal supports audio creators through their station model and helps listeners connect to meaningful content to listen to. And a few other things that makes Verbal special is the unique creator tools such as snippets and playlists, better discovery, streaming, it's free, and users can start monetizing right away by joining the ambassador program or with only a thousand station listens a month. I'm proud to say that I'm a verbal ambassador, a chosen thought leader in the category of mental health. And you can learn more as well as check out my podcast station and my curated mental health playlist at www.verbal.com. That's www.verbal.com. BL.com. Welcome back to season three, episode two. So I'm going to continue the conversation or theme around New Year, right? Because we're still in January. So today I'm going to talk about 12 ways to better yourself in 2022. And whether you're still preparing or starting to implement a list of New Year's resolutions, or maybe just deciding to live a better life that delivers more in terms of personal satisfaction, there are many different ways you can choose to be a better person from here on out. Sometimes the changes that you make will mainly benefit you. Usually when you improve yourself, it helps to have a positive impact on those around you. And there are some areas in your life you probably know that you can improve on. For example, if you're constantly struggling with debt, then you already know that you need to fix your finances. However, sometimes you don't even know that you need help in other areas of your life. But once you start making small changes to improve your life as a whole, you suddenly realize that it was necessary for your mental and physical well-being. And not all things are tangible in nature. For example, when you go to the bank, and are able to withdraw more cash, that's something that you can prove to yourself at any time. Other changes are mental or spiritual in nature. And you may learn how to appreciate the little things in life more, but it will be harder for you to recognize if you're doing that because there's no physical reflection of that self-improvement. Instead, you'll have to periodically analyze how you're feeling compared to what you felt before when you're making these changes. And you'll probably notice that your stress level decreases, that you sleep better at night, and that those around you are happier. So it's important to learn the art of appreciation. If you look around you on social media throughout the day, you may see people complaining about the littlest of things. And it could be how hot or cold their fast food was, or the fact that it took two minutes longer than it should have, to the tone of someone's voice or another minor inconvenience that they faced with that day. It may sound like no big deal, 
but it was important enough for them to go out of their way to post it and share with others. And this often riles up other individuals and gets them to share their own feelings about things that have irritated them that day. Meanwhile, there are people reading these same posts who are going through serious issues at home. And more importantly, we're all still dealing with the pandemic. Many are being forced to come to work even when they're sick. So if you want to be a better person, you need to start appreciating what you have to do in life rather than focusing on what you don't or what's gone wrong. And yes, it is okay to experience feelings of frustration once in a while. But if your entire day is built around feelings of irritability, then you have some changes to make. And you can practice starting and ending the day with a focus on what you're grateful for. You can either think these thoughts or journal them. And you can even discuss it with a family member or a friend if you'd like. And this helps to spread feelings of positivity to others. And after doing this for a while, you'll begin to feel a little lighter and more easygoing, rather than having to work hard to feel appreciative. Next is to change how you speak to yourself and others. And have you ever noticed that you tend to beat yourself up, not physically, but mentally and verbally? Like the words that come out of your mouth or reside in your head that are negative. And you may be the kind of person that could be your own worst enemy. If you want to better yourself in the coming months and years, you have to learn how to be kind to yourself. Be more forgiving when you make an error. And it's okay to lift yourself up rather than tearing yourself down in the moments when you need the most support. And it's not just how you talk to yourself either. You need to take stock of how you talk to others. And whether it's a string of words coming out of your mouth or the tone with which you say them, if you are a negative influence in the life of other people, you need to turn that around immediately. And there are many people who excuse this type of behavior by saying that they've had a bad day or that they're under a lot of stress. So their words and tone of voice are those which tend to take it out on other people. And this includes their spouse or partners, coworkers, children, and others. Begin to practice how you respond in moments when you're stressed. Now you might wanna start by taking a deep breath before you begin to speak so that you have a few seconds to formulate your thoughts and make sure that they're not mean-spirited. Always consider what the other person will be seeing and hearing when you speak to them. And if you need to, step away from the interaction and return only when you are capable of engaging with them in a polite and calm manner. You don't wanna be the person that everyone is setting boundaries with because you're deemed to be so negative and hostile. And it's better if you're recognized as a calming influence. The next tip is to cultivate patience in all that you do. Now we all know the world is very fast paced. And from the way that we get ready in the morning before work to the chaotic commute in traffic or on the train or the bus, the way that we rush through projects because we are overburdened, hurrying home and everything else 
makes it difficult for us to stop and enjoy the life that we're living. Because we're in a constant state of chaos, we often react with very little patience. Now, have you ever been in a situation where you felt guilty after someone came to you and you bit their head off without meaning to? Remember, a little patience goes a long way in helping you live a more satisfying life. Instead of letting all the little things get to you, such as interruptions or mistakes, you'll be able to brush them off easily and go about your day with a happy demeanor. Now, this doesn't mean that you have to let everyone walk over you. Whenever you do encounter someone who's made a mistake, you can patiently guide them on how things should be done without engaging in like a knee-jerk reaction that sends tempers flaring and causes your blood pressure to skyrocket due to the stress involved. The next tip is to engage in ample self-care to support yourself each day. Because our lives are so hectic, you need to routinely take care of yourself from head to toe and inside out. That means you're nurturing both your physical self as well as your mental health so that you can face each day in a way that doesn't drain you or cause stress. Every person is different in terms of what self-care means to them. For some, it may mean using some money to set aside for a relaxing massage. For others, it may be as simple as taking a hot bath every night. And some may need the kind of wind down time that allows them to veg out in front of the TV and watch a show or binge watch a few episodes on Netflix. Whatever you need most and whatever makes you feel whole again, it's what you need to do each and every day. Don't put it off so that you've neglected your self-care for a month or more. You may have good intentions, but eventually do something for yourself, but it needs to be frequent and routine. Now, what you can't do is expect other people to provide you self-care. For example, some people wait for someone to give them a massage or a spa basket or maybe a candle. Even if you're on a budget, you can slowly set aside some money so that you have enough to do something small and generous for yourself. Self-care includes everything from fueling your body correctly to getting good sleep and making sure that you exercise and protecting your mental state. Even if you can only afford to devote 10 minutes a day to engage in self-care, it's better than not doing anything at all. Even sitting down to relax and closing your eyes for a few moments of inner peace is a form of self-care. Next we have stop allowing yourself to make excuses. Shame is a feeling that no one wants to experience. And some people were raised in an environment where they suffered shame at the hands of their parents or teachers. So as adults, they try to avoid this feeling whenever possible. However, you know when you're not doing everything that you're supposed to do. And even when we know the truth, we begin to make excuses about why we didn't get something crossed off of our to-do list. We may be telling other people, or we may be silently making excuses in our head so that we allow ourselves to get away with more. Instead of making excuses, take away the shame that you feel for things that you may not have achieved and be proactive in making sure that you get everything done 
that you want to accomplish each day. That starts with protecting your schedule so you aren't overburdening yourself. Once you have a schedule that's doable, you'll be far less likely at failing to complete your tasks. And this will lead to a feeling of pride rather than shame. And you'll eliminate your excuses once and for all. If, however, your schedule is doable, yet you might have slacked off or been a little lazy, you'll need to learn how to stop making excuses and instead admit your faults so that you can fix them. Figure out why things aren't getting done. It may just be an issue of time, but it also may be lack of knowledge, disinterest, interruptions, or something else. Until you're honest about the situation, you won't be able to fix it. Next tip is to start treating your body the way it deserves to be treated. Think about how old you are right now. Your body has gone through all of these years, whether you're 20 or 80. And you may have overcome health issues or at least been able to tolerate them at this point. You need to be thankful each and every day for the body that you have. No matter what its flaws are in this moment, it's supporting you the best way that it can. But this is a two-way street. You have to support it right back. And there are several ways that you can go about this. These will help you improve many areas of your life. The three major things that can help you to take care of your body are sleep, nutrition, and exercise. But besides those top three lifestyle changes, you also want to do things such as ensuring that you don't let stress spiral out of control. Visiting the doctor annually for preventative measures, and watching for changes in terms of your skin, mobility, and other things. If you work from home or in a job where you sit for long periods of time, make sure that you allow your body to get the activity that it needs so it can support you on a daily basis. The longer you sit stagnant, the less it will be able to do when you call upon it to support you in the near future. So in the next segment, I'm going to share some more tips. Today's episode is brought to you by Ivy Elite Training. Are you looking for low-cost professional development workshops, topics like emotional intelligence, diversity and inclusion, and more? Then visit www.ivyelitetraining.com. That's www.ivyelitetraining.com. continue on with sharing more tips and this one is about being more mindful with everything and mindfulness is a trendy word that most people sometimes associate with eating and while it's true that mindful eating can help you to avoid binges or weight gain it's not the only area of your life that it can improve 
you should be mindful every minute of the day. Mindfulness is simply the art of focusing on whatever you're doing in that moment. And in this day and age, we are often multitasking so we can try to accomplish more. But the opposite actually holds true. Most people who multitask achieve far less than those who focus on one task at a time. Being mindful just means that you are present in that moment. And this can help you to cultivate better relationships because people will see that you are tuned into them rather than your phone or allowing your mind to drift off to other things. You'll also start to notice that people would appreciate and benefit from it too. Now, many people often have their phone in hand when answering emails or scrolling social media while they're trying to have conversations. And I have to admit that I often do this. So it's important that we all try to learn how to do one thing at a time. And you may instantly start feeling out antsy or irritable, but eventually you'll learn how to be more mindful in every moment naturally. And when you do sit down, let's just say at the dinner table, take time with your meal and put the fork down in between bites. You want to fully experience and appreciate the texture and flavors of food that you're consuming, rather than scarfing it down in an instant. And you'll naturally begin to eat less using a mindful approach. Next is to prioritize sleep so your mind and body can function properly. And how would you describe yourself when you're running on fumes with very little sleep? Most people experience irritability, feeling lethargic, and lack of focus. And this is a recipe for disaster. You don't want to go through your day feeling as if you're unwinding at every turn. You should feel energetic and positive and capable of handling anything at any time. You want to make sure that you're getting a minimum of seven hours of sleep each night. And what you can do is track how much sleep you actually do get, including interruptions throughout the night. Then do things that you can achieve better sleeping quality. And that may start by having a consistent bedtime and waking time. So let's say, for example, instead of going to bed at 10 p.m. some nights and 1 a.m. other nights, go to bed at the same time and wake up at the same time so your body begins to get in a rhythm. You also want to make sure that the quality of your sleep environment is good. Make sure that you have the temperature set a little lower when you go to bed so that your body can fall asleep easier. If you need white noise, you can get a fan or a white noise machine to block out sounds that can wake you up through the night. Make sure that your bedding is soft and comfortable, that your mattress is the correct firmness, and that your pillows support your neck and upper back. If all else fails, contact your doctor for a sleep study so that they can check to see if you're experiencing anything like sleep apnea or other issues that are keeping you awake. It may be a simple fix that delivers massive relief for your physical and mental health. So now let's get into what does it mean to tune out toxic influences. On a regular basis, you may be associating yourself with things that tend to result in negative feelings. Sometimes curiosity gets the best of us and we turn to something toxic, knowing better than not to do it, but we're doing it anyway. Other times it's out of habit. And there are also those we're raised with and just assume are natural. The best thing that you can do when it comes to toxic influences is limit or eliminate them as much as possible. 
So what are some of the things that are toxic in your life? Some of the things that you don't need to be attached to day after day. For example, tuning into a 24-7 news channel is not healthy for your mind or body. If anything major happens, you will find out from other individuals, trust me, or you can check in once per day or a couple of times a week. And social media, social media can also be toxic for many people. A lot of times we're forced to see the best side of everyone's life. And sometimes it makes us compare our lives to theirs, which can often cause sadness or jealousy. And not only that, but people tend to behave poorly online. So you are constantly faced with a barrage of bad behavior. And people can also be toxic. And it could be anyone in your life that seems to act poorly around you in an effort to bring you down. And you don't have to put up with this behavior. You can set boundaries in place and be protective of yourself in any instance. And it may be intimidating at first, but eventually this person's going to turn to someone else as their victim and you'll be free from them once and for all. And I touched on this a little bit in the first segment, but it's important to fix your finances once and for all. And financial stress is one of the top things that lead to people that sometimes can suffer from depression and anxiety. And whether you have enough to cover your monthly bills or not, you can still experience financial upset. The first thing you want to do is to stop spending more than what you're making. And you may need to take small steps to change lifestyle habits, such as making your own coffee rather than getting daily Starbucks, or packing your lunch instead of eating out every day of the week. Tally up your debt so that you have a good idea of what you owe to others. And in order to experience financial freedom, you can't be chained to any debt that's holding you back. Part of that is also making sure that you're checking your credit score. Also, if you want to invest, you can talk to a financial professional who can help you arrange that. Now, have you ever stopped to think about how you breathe? Most people don't realize it, but they go through the day shallow breathing. And taking shallow breaths holds you back emotionally and physically. Deep breathing is simply allowing your body to have a stronger airflow in through the nose and out through the mouth. When you engage in deep breathing, which slows the breathing process down, you instantly feel a sense of calm and relaxation. People who are shallow breathers sometimes feel a lot of stress and anxiety. But deep breathing does more than just simply allow you to feel more relaxed. If you are trying to focus on a task at hand, deep breathing can allow you to do that. You are able to make better decisions when you are breathing deeply and slowly. It's also been proven to help people who need to alleviate pain naturally. And there are even studies that say deep breathing can help with your immune system, digestion, blood pressure, and even energy levels. If you don't know how to conduct a deep breath that's beneficial to your body, you can watch a YouTube video that shows you rather than simply explains it. And this is something that you have to practice over time. And you may want to check in with yourself throughout the day to see what your breathing is like. 
You may discover that you've been shallow breathing while working on a project. And this quick analysis will allow you to re-engage with your deep breathing technique and focus better on what you need to accomplish. And now the last tip I'm gonna share is about becoming organized and keeping things tidy. And one way you can better your life is by clearing out the clutter in your world. It may be something as simple as a cluttered desk, or it could be an entire home situation that resembles an episode of Hoarders that you need to deal with immediately. Now you don't need to have to do this all in one day, but eventually you need to start organizing the things around you so that you can find things easily and toss out what's no longer necessary in your life and live your life in a peaceful, beautiful surroundings. You may want to start with the place that you spend most of your day, such as a home office, or you may want to begin with a place that's meant to be relaxing, such as your bedroom. You can also rotate rooms and choose one area of the room to do each week or day, depending on the amount of time that you may have. For example, on Mondays, you might want to declutter the kitchen cabinet. On Tuesdays, clear off your desk. On Wednesdays, organize your nightstand in the bedroom, and so on. That way, every area of your home begins to see a little progress at a time. Or you can focus on one room until it's fully organized. And there are products and strategic videos that can help you get and stay organized. Keep in mind that you can also declutter your life by digitally getting rid of files and bookmarks that you no longer need or should not be addicted to, which serve as a distraction. You can even clear the clutter inside of your head. If you want to engage in something like guided meditation that lets you filter out thoughts that do nothing beneficial for you. You can take part in some arts and crafts and do some volunteer work to realign with your priorities and give back rather than focusing on the chaos in your mind. Regardless of which areas of your life you choose to make improvements in, you can take bite-sized steps towards achieving a bigger goal. It takes a lot of courage to admit that things need to be changed and even more to take the first steps to make it happen. This enter process of bettering yourself is something that will evolve over time. You may even see certain issues reappear in your life. For example, after working on patients and finding it's going well, something may occur that brings about an added stress in your life and you start to realize that you may need to work on it again. This is normal. And the next time you have to work on something, it's going to be easier and a faster process because you will have figured out and practice implementing a strategy that makes your life better in that area. Thanks for listening and supporting this podcast and make sure you're clicking the like and subscribe button. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Stay safe, be well, and don't forget to be the best version of you.